0: So, welcome to Energy Works and Rock Solid Base. I'd like to welcome walking me here. So, having a rock solid base is, I think, very important in being able to move forward. Uh, in the email I sent I was talking about the orange tree at the back. My dad planted this orange tree, and uh, it. it because we're not the best gardeners, it's grown and grown and grown and grown and uh, to be able to pick the oranges of the tree, because the tree's so tall, you have to climb up sort of some of the rocks at the side and our, our house is very bushy and it's quite precarious to climb up, sort of like rocks at the sides or rocks that's been sort of put on top of each other and not very strongly it's like, it's precarious to climb up there and the rocks aren't solid and they're not cemented in and so you might stand on a rock and it will wobble a bit and feel like you're going to fall off and then the tree itself prickles on it and so the prickles um, would prevent you from hanging onto the tree itself to balance so you're really just balancing there trying to reach the oranges which is hard enough uh, without damaging yourself and so I think that's a bit like us in life sometimes we... We have the things that we want to achieve, and we uh, we have we have things that we have dreams in our hearts, stuff we want to do, and we uh, we find it hard sometimes to 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 do and be what we have to be. So, in the process of this, um, can be a bit precarious. So, I think talking about the rock solid base is the most important thing because you if you're firm where you are, then you can easily step forward and it's okay if it's a little bit precarious because your base is solid and then you feel like you can reach out or you can do whatever you need to do. So some of the things that I think that are necessary to have this solid base are things like um, being confident in who you are, and I know you're all, you know, falling over laughing sideways now, and, you know, even I struggle in some areas of my life, but there are some areas of your life that you know that you're rock-solid in, you know, it may be in your knowledge about, um, you know, where you came from, or your knowledge of, you know, um, your expertise in life, or your knowledge about how you run with your family, or your knowledge about, you know, how you can sense other people's feelings or your family's feelings or you know when something's up before some, somebody even says something so these are some of the you know the gifts and the, the knowledge that you have that help you to be able to you know accomplish what you need to in life and everything else i guess the things that we're in the process of learning and so this you know, coming back to your base of what you know is true and what you know is right is important. And so I think this is where it's important to uh, love yourself. Now, uh, for me, this has been a challenge. I, I find it hard sometimes to do that. I've got, there's some aspects of myself I really like. And there's some aspects of myself that I could give myself a kick with. And so I think uh, when I went one time to... Uh, John D. Martini talk he he talks about if you want to you know if you want to set up a business or if you want to love yourself he, he said you've got to write 200 reasons why this is important and so you know when you first see 200 you just think oh my goodness that's so many but if you just broke that down to do 10 a day and you know you do that for about three weeks that becomes a habit too so that you're looking for the good in yourself or in, in the case of your business, 200 reasons, you know, why you should do this business you want to do, then that's really important too. So I think to start this phase of, you know, recognizing the good in yourself and recognizing the good that you will do with your business is the is really good base to start from. And this knowing and, you know, acknowledging the things that you are good at and the things that you enjoy doing and the things that you perhaps enjoy doing could be paid for are a really good base to you know reach out to grab that orange so another aspect of that as well if you feel a little bit more confident in yourself if someone is perhaps a little critical of you you can cope with a little push so it's like if you're balancing on one leg and someone gives you a push you're going to fall over straight away if you On two legs you've got more chance and if you put your legs a little bit wider base you've got even better chance so that you can cope with the push that you're going to get. So it's like establishing yourself that you're standing firmly on two feet with your feet a little bit apart so that you can take you know, the impact of whatever things may come up against you. And so seeing this time to become rock solid as a time of um, gathering strength, repairing, uh, regenerating. So this these can be like holiday times or even, you know, in the morning when you first get up, you know, for me it's go on my knees, say a prayer. For you it might be meditating or, you know, reading some scripture or some good uh, book that, you, that is inspiring you or listening to a tele-summit or listening to something that will be inspiring to you. Get your base started so that you can um, that you can do what you want to do because you feel solid and strong in what you know and what you understand. And I think allowing yourself a little bit of time to do some reading or to do you know whatever it is that will help expand where you're at so that you can do the best that you can. This uh rock solid base um i think you could also like with the orange tree when when we first got oranges from the orange tree they were pretty awful they were um, bitter and um, not very nice at all so i went and had a chat to the tree we said to the tree look thank you actually i have to go back one more step there were no oranges and then i spoke to the tree And then it made some oranges the next year, but they weren't the best. So I went and thanked the tree for the oranges and said, could they be a bit sweeter next time? And the next year they were much nicer. And then, you know, another year I really made some effort and, you know, got a little bit of goat manure and planted, did it around, did some more watering, and the oranges were better again. So... So it is with ourselves and you know with what we're offering the fruit that we're offering is often you know the love in our families um, the energy that we give to our business and you know the, what we're going to help other people with is all part of this fruit that we give so in so in taking care of the tree it was important to have better quality fruit so this would also apply then to us if we think about ourselves being the tree, that we need to um, have good rest, um, we need to have good food, we need to um, have good friends that support us and encourage us, we need to have um, spiritual connection, and we need to have some time for exercise and moving our body joyfully, whether that's dancing around the room crazy or going for a walk or going to the gym or doing your Pilates or whatever. that. A great thing to to do so all these things you have to think of as you know putting the manure so to speak and the water and you know giving the tree what it needs to be the best that it can and so you know whatever tree it is that you're working on these bases have to be in place so instead of seeing yourself as the last cab off the rank and taking every care of everyone else First, if you can, not in a selfish way, but in, in a good way, take care of yourself, you set an example to those around you to take care of themselves, and that even though you're busy, there is always still time for yourself. These are important things to teach your family and the people that you work with, and you know, your clients if you're a practitioner. And so, it's a matter of establishing these habits that we do every, every day that help us to have that rock-solid base so that when, you know, the the storms of life beat against us, we are solid. Yes, it might be hard and we may not like some of the things that we have to go through, but we believe in ourselves and we know that whatever happens that we will get through it. And, you know, sometimes we do feel a bit doubtful, but look, look already at what you have got through and how you've survived. It may not always be easy. But you are much stronger than you realize and I think this is an important thing to acknowledge that you are stronger than you you realize any time. Okay, so I wanted to just clear some energy around this about having this rock solid base. So second chapter comes up and work. Healing occurs every time I rest, relax and allow myself enjoyment. Okay, fifth chakra now, I speak my truth, substitute love, joy, and peace for the old habits of addictions and abuse. I'm ready to put my negative habits aside and express my creativity. Okay, now we're talking about the aura. So there are layers in the aura, vibrations in the aura, and um, sometimes people can latch onto our aura in an unhealthy way. So if we talk about vibrations, um, it's basically zero to a thousand and um, the lower vibrations are uh, uh, you know guilt shame apathy uh, grief fear desire anger pride and then we get to the higher when we get to about 200 it's like courage and willingness acceptance neutrality uh, and then for some people they can get quite high and you can get up to reason and love and joy peace and then enlightenment I don't think I've got to enlighten them yet. But, you know, we're a work in progress. So what comes up at the moment is apathy. And often we can have like this numbness to life around us when, when we've got to that point. Now, a little bit more in the chakras again. The the sixth chakra. I grow in wisdom day by day. Deep restorative sleep comes easily. My vision is illuminated by gratitude and love. All right, now there's a little bit of unhealthy latching as well. So un- when people latch on to us in an unhealthy way, it's not their problem so much as our problem because we need to say no and we need to, you know, say I'm available to help you between this time and this time and and that's it. Now sometimes with our family we feel like we have to, particularly when a family member's in a bad situation, we feel like we have to go, you know, above and beyond the call of duty. And sometimes that's true. But if it starts to be the, all, the habit of all your life, then we know that this this relationship is becoming a codependency rather than a relationship, and that we're empowering someone to stay in their addiction or their problem because we keep saving them. And so even though it feels like a kind thing to do at the time, in the end it's not kind. and we need to help the person that we love or the person that we're working with to break their habit. All right, so talking about breaking habits, there's a generational component here on um, dad's side, dad's dad, dad uh, being quick-tempered. And, you know, sometimes we can react to things because it brings up our past or when we were kids. And, you know, when we calm down and we think about it, we can, you know, work through whatever it is and talk calmly and reasonably. And see, this is about our base. When When our base is strong and solid and someone pushes us, we can cope with it when our base is not solid and someone gives us a little push, we're already teetering and unable to be um centered and still and we're, you know, falling over. So it's this having a firm base enables us to be able to be calm when others are not and to not fall into the situation. So if we say I have a rock solid basis I like, know and that comes up in somebody's lifetime, age seven. And there's also a generational component to it. On dad's side. Dad's dad. Alright, back to the aura again. On the vibrations. And we're up to neutrality now, which is better. So neutrality is the level of flexibility. To be neutral, you are for the most part unattached to outcomes. So being unattached to outcomes is very important. Uh, so say for me, I have to talk to people and invite them to you know, work with me, either in an energy workforce or one-on-one or, you know, with would pave your way. And so if sometimes it's hard for me to not be attached to the outcome. You know, I really, the people I speak to, I love them and I want to work with them and I really want to help them be who they want to be. But sometimes people are not ready and I have to honour where they're at and to be able to extend the invitation and be able to say, you know, it's okay, and not take it personally if they don't accept. And sometimes that's hard for me, but it's part of my growth and learning to be able to be mutual. And if my base is rock solid, it will be fine. And so, you know, each of us have things that will push push us over, push us off balance. And so learning what it takes to help us get back on track when we're off balance is really vital. And, you know, sometimes it might be a poem or a scripture or a song or, you know, a music clip or, you know, someone giving a speech. Something like that we need to have in our phone or in our bag or in our wallet or our pocket so that we have it on hand ready to use when we get off balance. And we will. That's part of life. It's how we learn to be stronger. You know, it's learning to, you know, have your feet solidly on the ground and cope with larger and larger pushes. All right, so now we're going into the ninth chakra. So the ninth chakra is the lunar chakra. This is aligning our purpose and um, with, um, well, I guess, uh, the life teacher, isn't it? This life experience, earth school. I call it the University of Physical Life. So when, when the ninth chakra begins to open, we start to experience the transcendence of time and space, and we know why we're here. And it's the ability to give up one's own time frame and trust a higher power. And so sometimes, you know, things happen when they're supposed to happen. And so when I'm speaking of this, what pops in my head is I was a chiropractor for a number of years and then um, I had a lot of kids. And so then I was very, I felt out of the loop and I didn't know what I was talking about. So I started to do some seminars and, you know, that helped me to learn more. So I learnt uh, chiropractic psychology so it was where you could use vials to work out what toxins you had and what nutrients would help and you know if you had bugs, viruses and, and you know, whatever to help um, know which herbs or which vitamins and minerals were needed to help the body move forward. But he also addressed that you could sometimes there was an emotional component and that's when I first heard of NET which is Neuro Emotional Technique. And so I knew about it and I wanted to go about three years but with how things were in the family and it was one of my son's birthdays every year when that seminar was on so it was like I it took me three years to get there and it was hard for me to wait to to learn that information but you know in in time I did and when I went I was you know fully committed to learn it and I sat next to a lady that was really good at it and we just went really deeply into it and did so much work in that weekend that it made a huge difference to me. So I had to wait for the right time and so often opportunities present themselves to us and we can be terrified but we know that it's the right thing to do in the right time to do it and we know we need to take that leap of faith and we need the rock-solid base though to feel that we can take that leap of faith. You know reaching out for that orange be able to grab onto it all right so the night chakra is strengthened by um, swimming in the ocean meditation saying no reading good books Um, an affirmation is I am not alone and if you think about it your relatives that went before you there they've got your back you may not be able to see them but they've got your back and you have lots of people in your life that are there for you and that you know want to help you and want you to um, you know to be the best person that you can be. All right now another part of the energy field is coming up which is called the celtic weave and it's it like your energy weaves over itself all the time apparently it's very beautiful to see. So on the front of um, somebody's leg down the bottom on the shin age seven. All right now for someone there's something in their back um, Sort of up high back between the, or maybe just even, just between the top of the shoulder blades, um, and T4, which relates to gallbladder. And for whoever it is, something age 17 is tied to that. And there's some stuck feelings there, anger, zealous. Sometimes we can be, well, too zealous, like, you know, so, wanting someone else to do it our way that we can be overpowering we can feel left out calming blend so calming blend uh, can be also to do with forgiveness my heart is softened and i easily overcome the need to be critical and judgmental of others and i think the more our base is solid and the more that we're okay in ourselves the more accepting we can be of other people and that we can love them anyway, even though they, you know, life would be better for them. We can love them and allow them that time and space to be, to become and to learn, you know, the, the lessons of life and improve themselves. I recognize what is attached to my own pain and unhappiness and stop projecting this onto the others in the form of blame. And, um, I think, you know, I've done my share of blame. And, uh, the first time I read that book, uh, Feelings buried alive never die, I realised that I'd been blaming my husband for everything and it was me. It's quite a painful admission. I connect firmly to the qualities of love, openness and receptivity. That's quite powerful, isn't it? And the ability to be able to forgive ourselves and forgive others is very healing. And it's a stepping stone to be able to reach out to others and help others, especially if we're in business and we want to connect to more people. We need to have the energy of love and acceptance so that people feel comfortable with us and it's safe to talk to us, safe to be with us, safe to express who they really are because unless we feel safe, we can't be learning and creative. So we need to um, feel safe and comfortable ourselves so that we can provide that safety and stability to those around us, not for them to lean on us in an unhealthy way, but for us to be a stable base and a clear field of energy that when people step in, they are able to feel peaceful and calm around us. Now, I haven't always been peaceful and calm. It's taken me a long time. And I think having seven children and, you know, the difficulties that have happened have been part of the learning uh, and, you know, being forced to let go of the things that were of little value and having to stick to the basics was a great learning curve for me. Um, my tendency would be perhaps to be a little bit more, you know, anxious or worried or, you know, checking on people all the time. It's probably still a bit my nature. But I'm calm and I know when I work with people that I'm not frightened or upset about what they present. And I think this is part of having this solid base. And there are some days that my base isn't as solid as it could be. And I have to reach out to other people and get help and get myself worked on. And so I think it's important to acknowledge the days that you're not feeling rock solid, that you ask for help. That you reach out, that you, you know, have a session, you do whatever it is you need to do to get yourself back on that solid ground. And there's no shame in admitting that you're struggling. Everyone does and if we all admitted it it would be much easier all around because we can all say oh you're having a bit of a unbalanced day today. Okay, I feel like fairly balanced. I can, you know, give you a little bit of my balance to help you until you steady yourself. And the more that we find, you know, groups and, um, you know, people that we feel are of higher vibration that we love to be around, the more strengthening that we will receive from being around those people. And we learn ways of being and ways of doing that are more compatible with who we really are. So a little bit more in the genes here. Dad's side. Dad's mum. And some suppressions again. Defensive. Uh, defensiveness against being attacked. Now, when someone attacks us, we have to understand that there is, not feeling safe and comfortable and their base is not strong because if their base was strong they wouldn't be triggered by what we were doing so sometimes it's not that simple we know it's it's our life experiences and what has happened that can trigger us and so when someone is you know ranting at us or blaming us we know for certain that their base is not rock solid so it's a matter of Trying to, um, you know, help ourselves to be um, more peaceful and calm, and not take someone having a go at us as a personal attack. Now, I find that hard. I have to admit, I don't deal well with criticism, and uh, you know, it's been an ongoing process for me. So I am still working on that and trying to see the criticism as a means to grow, and. You know, try to remain objective, but it is hard. And, uh, you know, when someone speaks to us about things that they might not be happy with, we, you know, what's that saying? You have to take it with a grain of salt. And so, of course, salt makes things taste a little bit better. So what doesn't taste so good if we add a bit of salt to it might taste a bit nicer. So I want you to consider that when, you know, someone's having a go at you. It's like, okay, some of this is their stuff because they're basic as well, and the parts that push my base, well, I can work on that and, you know, be able to um, address the things that are bothering me. And, you know, for myself, I go and have regular work done and um, some of the things that are pushing me now are actually things from my childhood um, being uh, like a lesson repeated and learning not to take the criticism personally and learning to see that you know maybe we were criticized as children and that we have to understand that that was um, perhaps our family or our teachers or the people who are around us their base was not so solid and that's why they were railing into us and as children we may not be able to understand that it's their problem and not ours and this becomes the habit of ours in life to take everything personally and that it is our problem. Age 17 comes up again. Um, feeling competitive and queen-like. That's pretty much the end of our uh, clearing today about rock-solid base. And I'm, I'm more than happy for you to share this with you know your friends and anyone you feel that might need it. Um, I also would extend the opportunity to you to contact me um if you would like to have a clarity session clarity session is where i just talk with you one-on-one about 15 20 minutes about what you really want and you know where you're going with your life and you know it's a, an opportunity to see whether we would work well together um and you know if that's if not the right time or space that's fine but having that conversation with someone I know for me it was life changing and I know that it's, it's we don't talk about these things very often. There's not many people that actually um, sit down with us and be, you know, really honest with us and allow us that space for honesty too. So I'd like to extend that to you. Um, you can go to calendly.com uh, forward slash changing honesty forward slash clarity call and you can book a time. And I'd love to speak with you. Anyway. To all of you, I send love and hope that you have a wonderful day.